is the On Call Podcast. Your home for sports, news, pop culture, tech, and the obscure. And of course, your I've been drinking Kool-Aid like I did when I was nine. Cause I like to pretend that I haven't lost a tie. In the end, the nostalgia, though it tastes fine. I can only drink a couple cause it feels like a lie. In our basement until the sun began to rise We would go to school but not learn too much Cause it's hard to read when you've got tired eyes Hello and welcome to a special episode of The Geek Peak A collaborative episode with my good friend Mike here from the On Call Podcast Mike, thank you for agreeing to do this with me And uh, how are you doing today? Well, my friend, I am feeling pretty supreme. I'll say that uh, I'm ready for. I'm ready to just not be on call. You know, that's how it always is. Just happy to not be. The weekend's coming, and I'm not working, so it's it's a great thing. Yes, sir. Can't ever be upset about the weekend. I'm honestly excited. I've had a long week. The Lightning won the Stanley Cup, and I was out on Monday night watching it. Uh, in downtown Tampa. So I've been exhausted all week at work. So I'm ready to just chill, have a very boring weekend and watch some movies and be a nerd. Um, being a nerd. So, so I wanted to come on with you. Yeah. Yeah. So I, uh, we've been trying to get this episode together for a minute now. We've been messaging back and forth and things have been coming up, but it is finally happening. So I'm pretty stoked about that. Cheers, my friend. Cheers. Uh, I'll show you this drink because this is my 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 usual drink, one of my mm. usuals. But it's not my drink that I'm bringing. That because uh, because I listen to you guys, I know you guys have a special drink always. Yes, yes. So we'll go ahead and bring on over our uh, drink of the week for Mike here. Um, so Mike, do you want to go first? Why don't you tell us what you're drinking? Well, I'm afraid because it was part of a build your own six pack and it was the last one left. And it was, I was told by the, uh, Carrie on girls beer sports that I did not pick right. She said, it's okay, but there's a lot better bourbon ale beers out there. But this time we're going to go Kentucky bourbon barrel ale. I'm nervous, but I'm going to give it a shot here. So, uh, I'm nervous. Here we go. Tension is palpable. Yeah, that's pretty good. I'm not going to lie. It's pretty caramel. Very nice. I'm surprised considering it's 9%. How strong is the bourbon taste? It's actually pretty weak. I do taste a lot of, uh, you can taste the, the oak in the barrel, like the, the, the aftertaste when you breathe it out. Yep. It's really caramely, but it's feels good on the tongue after you swallow it, especially. What was the name of that one one more time? Kentucky Bourbon Barrel Ale. Kentucky Bourbon Barrel Ale. You can okay, get it at Publix because you're down here. So that's it's the Publix. I was going to say, I'll be, uh, I'm sure, keep, keep an ear out, Geek Peak listeners. We will be featuring that on the show coming up soon, I'm sure. Um, well, I am drinking, shout out to a local brewery that I have been repping recently on the show, 8-1 Bay Brewing. Uh, awesome brewery. Very cool space. Uh, I'm drinking their Oktoberfest, their Marzen Lager. Check it out right here. It's one of the best. That's one of the best things about indie breweries is, man, they put so much time and effort into making a good, cool can. 
It looked refreshing right off the bat. The can design is on point. 6.2% Oktoberfest beer. It's it's pretty good. I'm definitely uh, I'm enjoying it. I'm happy fall is here. It was beautiful weather today, by the way. I mean, I could not believe we were even in Florida. Oh, I finally got to wear a, a jacket. I walked outside and was like, oh, my God, fall actually came. So that was that was nice. Two mornings, uh, less than 70. I feel like that's all we're going to get all year. Yeah, I feel like once you've agreed to live in Florida, you've agreed to be melted to the sidewalk anytime <laughs> you go outside. So it's just kind of, it's the social compact down here in sunny Florida. I feel bad for the wife because she's a, she's a cracker. So just born and raised and she got to enjoy a little bit of like November, Wisconsin. And she loves fall clothes so much. We just had new custom cabinets put in or uh, custom closets put in and we have like six racks of clothes and one of them is solely dedicated to fall colors and seasons and she some of them still have the tags on it <laughs> i have to bring her back up north for a winter and see how she likes it i it's funny i was just talking to a friend and he was showing me this really cool uh hoodie for this artist that i like grizz and it's this crazy psychedelic looking tie-dye super cool hoodie I was like, oh, wow, that's awesome. But I'm not buying any more hoodies as long as I live in Florida because I have more than enough hoodies and it's just never actually cold enough to warrant it. So I, I might have fucked up with that. We, we got into merch like you guys haven't. Have you guys really delved into the merch look for a podcast? We have not actually. We're, we've we've looked into it and we have some ideas down the road. We've had some people ask us, but um we're, we're kind of just focused on establishing ourselves and, and getting the show rolling. But I know we really want to do, you know, shirts. We've talked about koozies, uh, stickers. So probably, I mean, probably more than that, to be honest with you. We've also talked about business cards, but there you go. Yeah. Just, you just know, put them under, hand them out to people. Yeah. Walk downtown and just put them under people's wiper blades. Well, you know, I'm sure you're aware hosting a podcast show, you're always shamelessly plugging to your friends. Like someone brings something up that you've talked about in a show and you're like, oh yeah, well, you know, I actually run this podcast and we were just talking about that the other day. It's always, oh, I love podcasts. What's your podcast called? And then you have to go through the whole song and dance of it. You got the business card. You just just (laughs) give it to them. It's got the socials. It's got the streaming. I feel like it's a good idea. Maybe I'm being a galaxy brain over here, but. Oh, I'm with you. Yeah, I have face masks. I'm a nurse, so I have to wear a face mask everywhere I go. Damn right. On call pod right on the side of it. Yeah, I'm a big fan of your banner back there. Uh, I love that. I think I think I might need to maybe get one for the Geek Peak. So maybe you I'll uh, got a couple people that. that can make one now. But uh, I where I messed up in the branding issue is that I'm an hour south of you. And I have had hoodies made for the on call pod. I don't know who needs a hoodie, but I have fucking hoodies. <laughs> it's for all of your uh, Northeastern listeners. <sighs> That's, it was dumb. I got a couple more coming. They're bigger. They're looser. I got a very pregnant wife who likes the AC set to 70 degrees. And that is so cold for me. Yeah, uh, that that's fair. I'm, I'm also an ice person too. I, I like to have it around 70 and I sleep with it at 67. Oh, 
she would probably yeah. leave me for you for that kind of temperature. <laughs> yeah, my uh, my girlfriend's always like seventy degrees is napping temperature. <laughs> like if you if you put it at seventy degrees, you have to expect me to nap midday. I'm like all right, all right. Now, uh, when you turn it that low, do you also use a blanket still? I do. I'm I'm a big I'm an I'm not a sheet guy. I'm a big like I need a comforter to sleep. I don't know what it is. So the, the, then I get you. You, you know, you it's like a paradox though cuz then you're like I'm scorching hot but <laughs> I have to have this to sleep. I use a microfiber blanket, the micro fleece. I don't use a comforter anymore. I just a micro fleece, no sheet, just that. That actually sounds pretty nice. It is comfortable. The issue is you, ha- you have to overspend because you have to buy because like this little banner behind me says maybe the tallest podcast in history it's hard to find micro fleece blankets that fit us no joke i'm uh i'm six six so it's hard to find anything that fits me like in the world like i'm talking doorways <laughs> gloves shirts and i'm left-handed oh man you so can't even I- use scissors yeah, I feel like the whole world is conspiring against me secretly. People are like, shut up. Like anytime I complain about some like height related issue, it's like, shut up, you're six six. You don't get to complain. It's like, what? What so yeah being that tall, like like I'm six four, it does have its moments. You can always reach the top shelf. Oh, for sure. But do they don't, I'm people not don't complaining, really, but what, what kind of car do you drive a compact car? So, yeah, I actually, I drive a Nissan Altima. Man, that's ballsy. Yeah, so it's it's not exactly fitting for my body type, but, uh, you know, it's paid off and, and it's, it runs well. So I'm making it work. I'm, I'm trying to be savvy. I, tr- I tried, but I also have a bad back. So, like, I've done the compact car and I was ready to invest in a, a Hyundai Tiburon. And that did not yes. go well. No. No, it was, uh, I realized the day that my back was hurting when I went to test drive it, that I could not get out of it on a bad day. Oh no. I'm 32 That's, years old. I was like, nope, I, I'm not old, but man, there's some days I feel like I'm 42. I'm not going to lie. I just bought, uh, one of those inversion tables. Mm. Have you ever used one of those? I have one in my garage. Yeah. As yeah, I'm that's a big a- fan of an inversion table. Yeah, that's a guilty pleasure of mine because I, I game a lot and I also watch a ton of movies and TV. Um, you know, obviously running a uh, podcast <laughs> based around reviewing stuff. And so my lower back, I mean, is just trash. Plus, I'm a big guy. So I decided to invest in one of those and I use it in the mornings and at night every day. And it's been amazing. It's been a game changer. No kidding. I only use it. I should use it more often. I usually only use it when something's wrong. Mine also has a weight limit. I didn't get a very fancy one. I bought it for $40 on um, Craigslist, but it has saved me because I just had to go to a surgeon to get x-rayed and MRI because I have um, degenerative joints in the lumbar. So I was like, I need to start taking better care of my back. For sure. Okay. I have a random tangential, very funny story that just popped into my head because you said my back. So I helped a friend move. Um, let's see, three weeks back and we'll, we'll leave him unnamed, uh, for his sake in this story. 
So I'm helping him move. And I, not to brag, but like I go to the gym, I would consider myself fairly athletic at this point. Uh, you know, was prepared to help him move, have moved a ton of times. So I, I was not stressing about it. He gets in town and apparently he's buying a couch on offer up. So we drive, I'd say about 30 minutes outside of town to Carrollwood. Yep. Yep. And to go pick up this couch. Now, what he doesn't tell me is we're bringing it from someone's apartment downstairs, which I'm like, okay, not the worst thing in the world, but you should probably have given me a heads up. And <laughs> double, then, double moving. Yeah. It's not, it's poor, yeah, poor friendship. Yeah. So we get inside and to be fair, he did help me move, but I was on the first floor and he helped me move like <laughs> 20 feet out from my front door because I had a pod in the parking space, like right outside of my apartment. <sighs> You're such a uh, thoughtful mover. I, I've done it so many times cause I used to work on, on political campaigns. So I was always moving. Um, but anyways, I, uh, so we get inside this apartment and you know, it's, it's awkward with the whole COVID situation. You don't know what, what's going on. They may not, they weren't wearing masks when we walked in. We're like, what's the etiquette here? Long story short, we start trying to get the stuff out of the, (laughs) we get past that awkward interaction and uh, we, we start taking the cushions off. We try to get the couch out. That couch would not come out because of the legs being on. So after about 20 minutes of struggling, trying to get it out without taking the legs off, then we decide <laughs> we're going to take the legs off. Okay. I'm we start, we start taking the legs off. We get the legs off. We get one leg off. We decide one legs enough. We're going to try to get it through the door again. Of course, one leg's not enough. Not enough. Yeah. Oh. Surprise plot twist here. And so we decide we're going to take another leg off. So we take another leg off and then we try to get it through yet again. And the funny part was they were like the, the two opposite corner legs. So there was <laughs> no way they were getting through Didn't regardless. It. Yeah. It's it, it, like, there was no, you know, rhyme or reason to it. But at this point we were just sweating for no reason. <laughs> And I'm just standing in the doorway holding this couch like upright and just pouring sweat in a half crouch basically for what felt like an eternity. So we finally push it back in and we decide we're going to take the third leg off and of course try it with three legs (laughs) off. And of course it fails yet again. And so the fourth leg, here's, here's the problem. Oh, and also... Side notes, my friend didn't measure the couch. He didn't ask the people to measure the couch before we got there. And Bush uh, and he all and like I said, he had not given me a heads up. So I was a little um miffed about it. And he didn't bring any tools either. So they <sighs> I, luckily had the tools to help us. So we finally we're trying to get the last leg off, can't get it off. It's like fused <laughs> in there. And finally the I guess it was like a younger lady and I think her father was helping her move. So he, he literally like wrenched the leg off because I got to the point. I was like, we're not getting the couch out. Like I can't get it out. I don't know what to tell you. Like deals off, cut it in half. (laughs) Solomon. style. Yeah. Cut it in half. So 
we get the final leg off. It was like a moment where like the sun came out from behind the clouds <laughs> and uh, ended up being, you know, all okay. We got it down the, down the stairs. I was like spent just trying to get it out of the doorway. So at this point I was like, I can barely even lift this thing down the freaking stairs. Cause I've spent all my energy and now I'm about <laughs> to go help my friend move. We get the couch inside the truck, mm-hmm. take the truck over to his apartment. Now picture this, his apartment had like, uh, it's a square building with four apart, four apartments, front doors facing frontward, two on the bottom floor, two up top. And to get up top, you'd go up a staircase and then it splits into a Y and you have doors on each side. Also like a, so it's like a quadplex townhouse. Quad. Yes, exactly. And so obviously with that Y uh, staircase going up, it has corners and this couch that he got is a long sectional. And again, like I said, didn't measure it. We get there and guess what? It's not going to fit through the front door. Round two. (laughs) So (laughs) at this point, um, he has a system. He has a back courtyard. All right. And he has a balcony. Thank God his friend, we'll call him John. Thank God John showed up at this point because I was literally like, I'm going to murder my friend helping him move into the same city. Like, I'm happy he's here, but I'm about to murder him. This is insane. And so John, John kind of kept me level headed. And we go into the apartment and basically, my friend who's moving is like, we need to get this in. He's having basically a panic attack about it. I'm like, okay. I mean, he should be though. Like he messed up so many times. He's, he's got to get something done. Right. Yes. He's like so stressed and you know, obviously he's moving. So we're like, we're going to get it in through your balcony. So he's on the second story. And like I said, there's a small courtyard. So we carry the couch around back Two of us stand at the bottom and John stands up top at the top of the balcony and he pulls and we push. And I mean, it variously could have crushed either one of us. There's no ropes involved. There's no safety measures. You were just total playing it by ear. We're going to something's going to break, whether it's your body or the couch you're pushing. We were like, we're getting this couch into the apartment. So we get it onto the balcony. Of course, it's too long for the balcony. <laughs> uh, but we we still, we, we get it in. We open the doors. He's He's got one of those, you know, setups with the um, washer dryer outside on the balcony. So we open that up with the doors and then the couch has the clearance to fit sideways. But it's taken the entire back porch up. And at this point, we realized that the sliding glass door at the back part of his apartment is also not big enough to get the couch into. I would be just like, you know what, man, we're just going to throw this off the back balcony. We're just like, give it away. Cause I'm done. I'm out. We still had not touched anything in the moving truck. So this is not your friend. So the reason I brought all this back up is you said bad back. So my buddy, uh, we had just left the couch on the back porch. I basically told him, I was like, listen, you need to have maintenance come and take that glass door off the track. 
alternatively you need to learn how to take the handle off so you can get like the extra four <laughs> inches of clearance on the on the glass door because there's no way we're getting the couch through and i was like but either way you need to go buy a tarp because it's staying on the porch right now because we're not moving it again and like i said he was just having a bad day about it and his neighbor walks out when when i'm starting to unload the truck mm-hmm. he says hey what's up are you the new neighbor I'm like, no, uh, actually, my buddy is here. I'll introduce you. So I walk over, introduce him. No joke. Within like the first five senses of meeting him, he's like, any chance you know how to get a big couch through one of these doors? And the guy's (laughs) like, yeah, I actually used to be a mover for nine years. He's like, I retired because like I stopped doing that because I hurt my back. Um, So I can't help you like lift, but I can help like coordinate and probably help you get it through. So at that point, like I was done, I was not going to be helping move the couch anymore. So they, I see them out on the porch and it's kind of me like flashing in and out, (laughs) you know, I'm walking out, taking stuff out of the truck, walking back in, seeing them. And then at one point he's pointing. And then the next time I come in, he's lifting. And then the next time I come in, he's like completely soaked in sweat. This is the neighbor (laughs) I'm talking about. And I'm just like, I cannot believe you just asked your neighbor who's told you he has a bad back to help you lift this. Long story short, we took the handle off courtesy of my girlfriend and her persistence. We got the couch in. The day was saved. And it was just an absolute absurdity. But when you said my, uh, bad back, that's that's immediately what popped in my head. So how when well, how long ago did this happen? This was like two weeks ago. This was not this past weekend, but the weekend before it. How long's his lease? Ooh, I don't know. A year, I think. I'm gonna tell him he needs some movers. That or couch he needs is to staying. That couch. I wouldn't be doing it. It's done. It's you either no, get a- the big. The biggest thing too was uh, like, and again, I'm not trying to say like he should pay any amount of money for a couch, but it was not, he told me how much he paid for it. And it was not a lot of money. It was like 130 bucks for a couch. And I'm like, we moved this couch out of this person's second story apartment, got it out of the door and you paid them 120 bucks. And he was like, yes. And I was like, all right, well, I'm an idiot, I guess. (laughs) They were probably getting ready to just throw it away, but they didn't want to move it out. So like, we're just going to sell it for nothing. Just, let someone buy it and get it out and it's on them and we're all the richer. I'll say this though. I've sat on the couch. It's very comfy. And after all of my resentment towards it, now that I've seen it in his apartment, it looks good in his apartment. So it ended with a happy ending for him. Yeah. I can't, I can't talk too much garbage. And he invites me over for football on the weekends. So we're uh, we're good. Hopefully, if he hears this, no hard feelings, bud. How many times is he? Did he buy you dinner that night? Like pizza, beer? Oh, actually, I did not give him the proper credit. So the next day, we went to um, that was on a Mons Venus. A uh, no, <laughs> we all went to uh, him and his girlfriend treated me and my girlfriend to all of our beers and lunch for the entirety of a Bucks game at Big Storm Brewery in St. Pete. All right. So it was it was awesome. Uh and they they didn't tell us they were doing that. So I was ordering like a fiend. He, like I was just, you know He almost probably paid more for your food and drinks than he did for the couch. Or he probably did. He definitely did. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. 
So heck yeah. That's yeah, a friend. Get, that's real friendship, though. Yeah, that's that's good guy right there. I love that dude. So I I got to give him credit where credits due. He can't fucking measure. He's half a man, but a good friend. So I'll give him that. <laughs> I kept joking with him. I was like, "I'm serious, man. You give me a saw, I'll get that thing in here in about three minutes." So I moved. Speaking of moving, I moved a Tempur-Pedic bed. And I realized after picking it up and moving it out of a house, well, the third story apartment, I will get, I will pay for a mover every time. I will never move homes again. I pretty much bought, we just bought this house like a year and a half ago. This is pretty much my forever home. But I will say after using a mover, I will never not use a mover again. Yes. You cannot... It, the last time I used it was a thousand dollars, not a small amount. But when you think about how much, what do you consider valuable and time? One thing in life you can never get back is time. You can always make more money. The days and weeks of moving, I'm not gonna. I'm never gonna turn it. I don't care what someone's gonna cost. What could charge me? I'm gonna pay for a mover. I don't even think just time either. I also am thinking like I get so stressed out and emotionally worn down where it's like the time that I'm not spent moving, I'm worried about moving or I'm anxious or I'm frustrated about it. And so you're right. It's a whole experience. Like I have not had the luxury of having, you know, cash to throw down on movers, but now I think my next move, I'm definitely going to invest in that because it's just a nightmare. And I'm, I don't want to say I'm a pack rat, but I have a lot of stuff and it just makes it 10 times worse when you have a lot of stuff. So the best thing, uh, after moving me and then before like the wife moved in, uh, the best thing you can do is box everything that you want and just mark the box and then just leave the boxes. It's like, it's all going to be marked to the way you want it. And you're just going to mark bedrooms on it. So all you you can keep all your pack rat shit. Just make sure that you have it all boxed in a, a similar fashion, like all my gaming shit, my VHSs from childhood that I don't want to lose. And it, you're you're golden. I'm a big. I have. Oh, and also don't move into a smaller place than you were previously because that bit me in the ass before too. Yes, I've been there. <laughs> I I like I made a decision to move into a place that was like a three bedroom house, three bedroom, one bathroom, like older house for a one year lease. And yep. Oh my God, I had to, I obviously was like struggling to furnish that. Cause I had already always basically lived in apartments and yep. next place was a one, one apartment. <laughs> I had to get rid of like basically <laughs> everything I bought. I'm like, well, that was stupid. Uh, you'll find out how many things that you can sell on the Facebook marketplace. I love me some let go too. I got to give a shout out to let go. This episode brought to you by let go. I do love let go except, uh, well you live in a major city. Apparently let go is really not doing well in major markets because of the Facebook marketplace. That's all I've ever been told. Uh, I live in a town of like 16,000 people off season. Yeah. On season. There's like 65,000 people that live here. I honestly haven't even gone on the Facebook marketplace here. Um, 
since I moved here, I haven't really been buying anything. I can't think of anything you couldn't buy because you live in such a major city. Like I've never lived in a, the biggest city I've ever lived in is here where I live here. And, uh, you know, I'll say I live in Port Charlotte, Florida. That is by far the biggest city in season I've ever lived in by almost tenfold. Yeah. Tampa is the biggest city I've ever lived in. I mean, I am from Daytona beach area and have lived in Tallahassee when I was going to school up there. Uh, I lived in Fort Lauderdale as well for a, a short period of time. And there obviously is a ton of people there, but Tampa's bigger than Fort Lauderdale, Fort Lauderdale for sure. So it's, it's cool living in a huge city though. I will say I, I love all the variety of food and bars and just stuff to do constant events. Obviously not right now, but not yet. I don't know. We just went phase three. Phase three, baby. I mean, we'll avoid politics. Yeah. I'll, I'll say this. I, it kind of felt like we were already basically there anyway. Right. You know, I didn't, I had ne- I never would have known that we went in phase three. If my wife didn't tell me we went phase three, because even going to restaurants, I don't feel like they were doing the 50% capacity because every time I went there, there's people there. Yeah. I mean, it just became very normal to see basically it, I felt like there was not full restaurants, but same number of people there. They had just kind of spread them out a little bit more and some people were outside now. Uh, but it still was, it just felt, didn't really feel like there was a pandemic going on to be honest. So, yeah, you know, but I'll, I'll say this, like I went to Helen, Georgia, maybe like two months back and like no one was wearing masks and it did not feel like a pandemic at all. Everyone was tubing. So like, it's not just Florida really, but whatever uh, I'm, I'm ready to, I'm happy theaters are open. I want to go to some football games. Like I'm ready to rock and roll. Did you see, you, did you see tenant? Cause I know it's, he wouldn't release I it did. to stream. How did yes. you watch it? A regular movie? Did you watch it in like an IMAX? Cause like I don't have an IMAX within 60 miles. So I went to a, it's not uh, technically an IMAX theater. It's a GDX is what it's called. Like an in between kind of like upscaling sort of thing. I'll, I'll look up like what the exact specs are, but it's, it's basically the same thing as IMAX, but I think it has like a louder sound system. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, you said enough for me. Uh, If you want to look it up, you can. I, uh, I, the only thing we have anywhere near is two regular movie theaters and then a, uh, a cine bistro, which I think you guys have some up there. I okay, so I've only heard of Cinebistro. Uh, I've never been to one, but yeah, this this theater that I went to in uh, like it's near Brandon. Oh it's yeah, okay. The Riverview fourteen, but they just changed ownership. Mm. Uh, I'm about to go on a little monologue here for a second. So me and my girlfriend would go here all the time as a date spot because they had like a restaurant built in, and you would we would go there and get this burger. It was like a Jack Daniel's blackberry. Uh, bacon cheeseburger. It was freaking incredible. Can't find it. I, well, I'm sure you could probably find it somewhere else, but I don't know where else to find it. And uh, so we'd go there, get that, get some drinks, full service bar, 
and you could bring all of it into the movies. And on top of that, like I said, the sound system of this, like there's IMAX, which I love IMAX, but then I went to this theater and the sound system is what, what carried me. Cause I'm a little hard of hearing. What? So for me, that it's like all them festivals, bit, you young yeah. kids and your goddamn festivals, just a little hard of hearing just a little bit. But, um, I'll say that, uh, when I go there, obviously I'm eating, you know how, like when you're eating normally, you cannot hear the movie cause you're hearing yourself. You're chew. chewing. Yeah. Yeah. You can hear the movie when you're, when you're I, eating here. So, Oh, so it's loud. Yeah. It's pretty incredible. I'm an excellent <laughs> masticator, which I'm is, guessing that's chewing. That's what chewing your food is in uh, science. Uh, I'm a masticator. Yeah, I, uh, to be honest with you, I'm a frequent, like, accidentally bite the wrong way and about bite a chunk of my entire cheek off person, so. You're aggressive eater, huh? I, I don't think so, but apparently. Now, do you, uh, it, it, really, we're, we talked about geeking out here and here we are 30 minutes in and haven't talked one tech thing because it's fascinating <laughs> shit for me, um. Are you a really fast eater or do you like savor your bites? I'm going to be honest. I am incredibly slow. I'm an incredibly like I'm very much. I'll sit there. I'll take two or three bites. I'll talk for two, three minutes. I'll take two or three more bites. So my a meal with me, like if you do it my way, then we're going to hang out for an hour, hour and a half and just chit chat between bites and just hang out. Yeah, I think with you. like, like that. I mean, when I went to Italy, I felt perfectly at home. I'm not Italian at all, but I felt, I felt right about the way they do meals there. I was like, okay, that's my wife's uh, dream. It's either to retire in Italy or Rome or Greece. Ooh, I've always wanted, to, I haven't been to Greece, but I have been to Rome. Rome was awesome. I was she's, a big fan. Uh, she's a huge fan of the culture, the relaxed nature. You know, the socialist healthcare, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. she, she likes the more relaxed nature of life. So it's a, she, she spent like a month there, a month out of three months. So she went there for a few weeks, left, came right back because she knew how much she liked it. So she went back and she's just like, you know, the, the wandering around, she loved the mass transit and she liked the, the way that they create their food rather than just like cook to eat she just yes, said it was a great it's journey. An art. Yeah, it's an art form for sure. I mean, I I feel like it's also very family centric. Yes. It's like uh you know the, how the Japanese are also and and same with the like Spanish cultures are very much the grandparents are involved in the families. I feel like the Italian culture mm-hmm. Look, that's is, nice. Is uh the same. Sorry, I was trying to hold that until I could mute it, but I missed the I missed the mark on that one. Oh, it's, I didn't even realize you had a mute button. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't mind to burp. So I, unless you're your fans, because I think I'm pretty sure you're higher in rankings than I am, but I don't really mute them a whole lot. And the, my co-host yells at me. I well, you know, sometimes we give our fans a little ASML, ASMR. <laughs> so that was that was for our uh, you know niche listeners there. Yeah, we can get you a high quality mic now that there's some because 
now speaking of tech stuff, you don't have a USB interface, or you have you have a USB mic, but you don't have an uh, an interface for like gains I, and levels, right? I don't know. I I have to be honest with you. So just a little background on our on our podcast. Um, we started during the pandemic, and we oh. I don't think we would have been a podcast had we not had that opportunity because it gave me the, the time to kind of lay the groundwork and uh, just really kind of think about exactly how I wanted to do it and whether or not I wanted to commit the time to it. Uh, Because I definitely would say that like setting up and starting a podcast is the most time consuming part Uh, of a podcast. A lot of Google time, right? A lot, a lot of learning too, because I had never done anything like it and I had never done any audio editing. Now I'll say this. I used to be in a band and I used to do uh, covers. I'm not going to go too in depth with that, but cover songs on YouTube. What's your favorite cover? Oh, dude. No, I, my favorite cover is probably like that, uh, Michael Kamakawi, uh, somewhere over the rainbow. Oh, the oh, yeah. Okay, I'll give it. He died. It is. Yeah, he, that know, one's he died a lot many years ago. But yeah, the, the ukulele with a giant Hawaiian dude is. It's hard to be in. He's, he's incredible. But yeah, so I used to do covers. So I did a very brief video editing, and that was like the uh, most of my experience with any kind of you know, audio video. Yeah. Software editing. So starting the podcast, uh, my other co-host has committed to helping me edit, but he's getting married and he needs to buy a computer in order to be able to use like audacity or anything. So son of a bitch. And then my other co-host is now learning how to video edit, which I'm very proud of and stoked about. Um, but I've been handling a lot of the editing. So it's definitely been, a, it's been a learning journey, honestly. And, and even you, you were a huge help uh, to our viewers for the first time. You were able to view me while I'm doing the show here with Mike. And that is largely because Mike has helped me very much in getting our video set up. So uh, shout out to you on lending your expertise and making our show even better. Let me know what editing software your partner wants to do. Are you, is he going to use Audacity? Are you guys going to go to Adobe, Reaper? I use Reaper. It's the most cost-efficient way to, to use like a Windows audio editor. So I, I'm not sure, actually. Uh, I mean, I edit, the, I edit our episodes um, on audacity currently but we don't record on that so um we, Ooh, that's we have where, some that's the hardest part you have uh, there's a lot of lossless audio switching in and out of audacity yeah we have a lot of uh we have a lot of work to do in terms of growing i mean right now for example we're using anchor i don't know if we're going to be using anchor permanently to publish and distribute our our episodes right now it's been a really useful tool. And I think it's a good thing to help podcasts get up off the ground to make sure that you um, like it for sure, because it's free to host. Exactly. But totally I think we're getting to the point now where I think we may try out some, some other ones. Uh, what, which one do you use to, to publish if, or 
yeah, publish. So I use uh, I use Podbean. They have one okay. of the best costs per because of, for like man at this point now after six months in I don't realize how I'm, I don't remember the cost. It was the most cost efficient, and you have unlimited downloads and uh, space. So if I want to make a couple of six hour episodes, I'm good. But if you want help with stuff, shameless plug because my co host works for a major media conglomerate, but he also has, he's building a site now called Crosscaster, or no, he's, Crosscaster is a podcast, buildacast.com, which is normally on that backboard right there. He will give you resources, and he's a pro at Adobe. He will, he will help. He is the fucking man. He actually is the one that's currently, I have, I accidentally have two separate websites right now, because of uh, assistance with him and he's trying to figure out the best website host because I have a, I have a, I have a Podbean website because when you host with them, they also automatically give you a host site. I also had already bought my domain name. So I already have uh-huh. my own oncallpod.com and then there's podbean.oncallpod.com. And then the one that he's working on that seems to be better because Podbean does not automatically update all of your, your feeds. The one that he has does it all automatically. So if you're looking for like, ease of use. Like it auto auto publishes on every separate streaming service, basically. Oh yeah. Well, Podbean does all that. As soon as you put it in there, but it doesn't automatic. Uh, it doesn't automatically update its website for you. Oh, but, okay, so gotcha. actually I have three websites, the Podbean, the one that I own through Google and then the one he helped with or that he, uh, he got for me. That's one thing we were, uh, we're in the works on is setting up a website and getting kind of a, a host page and down the line we want to do, you know, movie reviews we want to do uh, as separate episodes. We want to do our news episodes as separate weekly episodes. So when we're doing our main episode, it's just the the meat and potatoes, so to speak, of whatever our main topic is. And uh, so you're going cross out there. Yeah, there listeners are getting some some little tidbits on the uh, the pig in the brain behind the geek peak over here. We're we're normally pretty. Uh, tight-lipped about what we're going to do in the future, but figure we'll give them, give them something good for this one. You'll just have to delay the release of this one just to make sure. So who knows? People may be listening to this six, seven months down the road and not realizing it. <laughs> this is classified. <laughs> Let's see. I made a bookmark of it somewhere and then I'll share it with you before I delete it. We can keep talking. Let's see. Let's do us off I with think the, we need the tech to, talk. I threw us yeah, off with I was that. Say, we need to we need to get into some Xbox versus PlayStation stuff. Oof. And, and not even really that, just like what, what overall thoughts on Xbox and PlayStation in this next gen before we get into any of the detailed stuff. Oh, you know, that's a, l- let me use my OBS experience here because I can pop up a window right there so they can see the first result on uh on it is a Forbes article about Xbox versus uh, PS5. Uh, the differences in what they thought they would be. So according to Forbes, 
you know, we got the new consoles, man. So early on in the game, huge PlayStation. Then I got the PS one. Then I had the uh, PS one. That wasn't the slim. What was the first tiny one? That was a little white rectangle. Ooh, right. uh, It was super small. It was so small. But it had the, the original gray, then the PS, uh, the play, it might have been the PlayStation Slim. I, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because that was the first one I had that my cousin had soldered in the chip so you can just upload, uh, download CDs and have unlimited oh, games. Nice. It's chipped. Oh my God. It was jailbroken. <laughs> yeah. So Before like, Before jailbreaking was the thing. Yep. So, and then the PS2, man, the PS2 just. That was my first, like, holy shit, like, people are going to look real before long. Uh, PlayStation 2 was a turning point. I, so, I'm actually, have always been an Xbox guy. My decision came down to, I wanted Xbox for Halo. I wanted PlayStation for Grand Theft Auto. I was going, I was a kid at the time and I was going to church and I told one of my church friends that I was getting the PlayStation two and grand theft auto. And he told his parents and they went and told my parents that they were, they're like, you can't, you can't get grand theft auto for him. (laughs) Blah, 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 blah. told him my parents are like, all right, you're not getting grand theft auto. So I was like, all right, I'm getting an Xbox. So got an Xbox, got halo because killing aliens is all good. Killing people is a little different, but killing aliens is good. And uh, so weird. So, yeah. So, but I played so much Xbox, but I, I have a very deep respect for the PlayStation 2 as one of the greatest consoles of all time. And it's funny because I, I think the best Xbox console came out the same gen. And I almost. I, the newer PlayStation, the newest one's probably the best, but PlayStation 2 for me is like the peak of PlayStation as well. Isn't that the most popular game system of all time, pretty much? The yes. PS2? Yes, it is. As and it should be. It lasted forever. A decade, as well as the Xbox 360, which was also, I have to give props to that one, even though it's not, I wouldn't say it's as good as the PlayStation no, just even right. regardless of anything, just based on the red ring of death. I'll give you props. The true story of the red ring of death was uh heartbreaking. I never experienced it. I was very fortunate. Sadly, the Xbox 360, the first one I had, I had it for like two and a half years. And then I was saving up money to move and I sold it. And six months later, that one got the red ring of death. Oh, no. I was so lucky. I sold it at like you know, like one hundred fifty bucks. Like, sorry, buddy. Like, you had six months. How do I know it wasn't from you sitting it on the carpet and overheating yeah. it with all the dog fur? Time to mail it in. So, uh, but man, when the first Xbox came out, and I, like, I've always been a huge Madden fan. Oh yeah. So, so like when uh, the very first Xbox had NFL Fever with Peyton Manning on the cover. That was awesome to be able to watch a player run in the snow and to see their footprints. There was, I mean, the 360 was awesome. I'm a huge, huge Lord of the Rings fan, like mega nerd Lord of the Rings fan. And they had, what's your favorite game by them? Shadow of Colossus. 
uh, of Lord of oh, the wait, Rings. Shadow Colossus isn't that. What that's is yeah. that, uh, that's a PlayStation Two game. You're still on the PS. Man, see, like it, it, that the PS Two is a life. That's changer. a great game though. Shadow of Colossus is sick. Um, you're thinking Shadow of Mordor. Yep, yep, yep. You're right. Um, but favorite Lord of the Rings game? Ooh, it's got to be Lord of the Rings Battle for Middle Earth Two. Um, it, it's a that's it's kind of like Command and Conquer or Age of Empires where you control okay. armies, and it's all Lord of the Rings themed. And I swear, like me and my friends who played it back when we were in middle school together, we quote that game to each other to this day. We're all almost 30 years old. Uh, so that's the kind of impact that game had on us. I, I love that game. I'll load up the images for the people here because we got the... I, I kept the... Uh, I kept my Google thing open here. Oh, <laughs> man, that's a beautiful... That Shadow of Mordor, that's a beautiful picture of it. Is that, is that based on a real character that looks like its own individual character? It's on the screen there. I'll, I'll bring it. I'll bring it over to you so you can see it real quick. Right now, I'll just share the screen. See this. This is the things that you're gonna learn. Share screen. This one, I'll share it to you. Bam. Who? It, that's a. It's its own character, right? The the main character is its own thing, right there. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, gosh, I can't remember his name right now. Um, but he, I did play the first one. I didn't play the second one. The first one's shadow of Mordor, but the second one's called shadow of war. Oh, okay. Have you played this game at all? It's, I haven't my buddy, Brandon, who's the one that got me into the, the, um, those games because he's the one that got me into Diablo. Oh, nice. Okay. So I played Diablo two on PlayStation and I have actually now, since I've built this PC, I have bought and played Diablo 3 on every single console it's ever been made for. The Switch, <laughs> the PlayStation 4, the Xbox One, PlayStation. Is that That's all? incredible. And That's I ended up overpaying because I had to buy the expansion set, so I had the, the uh, Necromancer and all of them. That's incredible, honestly. I mean... I feel like I know people who have done the same thing, but for Skyrim as well, because that one's come out on every single console. Um, but yeah, Lord of the Rings, man, I, I love that. And so that was that was one of the games that I got big into Xbox 364. But um, going back to the PlayStation, so I mean, the new one. <sighs> We talked about this on our episode a couple of weeks back, but I just feel like maybe that like it doesn't feel like they're really putting their best foot forward on the, War in the, the North. launch releases. That was the one I played. War in the North and there's Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I know what you're talking about. I'm a big fan of the uh dungeon style crawlers. Ooh, did you ever play Gauntlet Dark Legacy? I actually still have the PlayStation two game of it in my dresser i I bought it from gamestop that's one of the best games of all time and it's i feel like incredibly not i wouldn't even say underrated but not talked about enough for how great it was and uh return to arms was the second version of it right Ooh, i did uh, to be honest with you like i said i never had a playstation so i never played the sequel yeah 
I'm a huge nerd. I have to, I had to butch up for much of my life because I come from such a small town. You couldn't be a nerd and survive. My graduating class had 60 kids in it. If you weren't on the football team and like playing sports all the time, like you get eaten alive. I hear that. I honestly, I was in the, uh, the music crowd in high school and in States, I was horrible at music. So I just like found a way to blend in there. So it worked out. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm honestly, it pains me to say this because I am, I consider myself a gamer. I enjoy playing video games. I keep up to date with, you know, what, what the new releases are and things like that. But I don't know if I'm going to get, I don't know if I'm going to get the new consoles. I really don't. I have a gaming PC, um, which I don't play as much as I should already because of how busy I am. And I'm just thinking to myself, like, is it, is it worth it for me? Like, what are your thoughts on that? Are you, do you think you're going to get the next gen? And if so, which one are you thinking you're going with? So it have your listener base, by the way. Uh, I probably won't because as anyone who listened to me build this PC thing and the struggles with that and how, Oh man, that was, it was rough. I was a all PS an all PlayStation fanboy for everything after the N64. Then it was PlayStation Forever. By the way. The what? Love the N64, by the way. That's the console that got me into gaming. If not for Goldeneye, I never would have played a FPS game, probably. Or uh I like Smash Brothers Super Smash Brothers but I never invest enough time to be decent at it. It's what, what got about, me into Met. No, super Nintendo got me into Metroid. Did you play uh star Fox? 64 oh, so yes, I didn't play the star Fox on super Nintendo star Fox 64 was the second and 64 game I ever got. And that fucking Falcon. I hated that guy so much. You always talk shit to star Fox. <laughs> Wait, the, the evil one? No, he was his partner. Whatever that oh, other bird Falco. is. Falco. Fuck. Yeah, he's a prick. He's a, like every... He's the, he's the Vegeta of that. <laughs> Vegeta. Uh, oh, yeah. I, speaking of Vegeta, I have all of the Blu-ray of Dragon Ball Z. Oh, really? All of it? I just haven't watched them. Oh my god! Okay, I bought so, the Amazon Prime Blu-ray when it came out last Christmas. I'm okay. Literally, I feel like the two areas that I'm most lacking in in my life are one PlayStation Two knowledge because oh, from like my age range, I should say, but uh, one PlayStation Two knowledge because I didn't have one or any of the Playstations up to this most recent generation, which my girlfriend purchased. And then two DBZ knowledge. Cause I did not watch Dragon Ball Z when I was younger, even though now I look back on it and I'm like, this show is awesome. And I don't know how I didn't watch it, but I just was not like, I didn't follow it week to week. So I like another one that I have deep respect for, but I would, I would hate to be a poser and be like, Oh yeah, I've watched a ton of it when I've seen like, you know, bits and pieces. I've seen them fight Frieza and sell, I've seen Shrunks cut Frieza up in some random movie, but so when you, when you talk about that, 
I have not watched like anything past the Cell Saga. I didn't watch the Boo series. Yeah. But I, and sadly, as I've learned now, that's the best series of all of it was the Majin Buu. Really? Okay, so I've heard split. I've heard some people Frieza. say Frieza and some people say Boo. But I, I feel like the fact that Boo's in the conversation, I have seen a good bit of the Frieza saga and that I was like, this is really awesome. So the best thing about Frieza is because he is the perfect antagonist. His yes. sarcastic asshole nature makes it easy to hate him. So like as he cell was just, that was such a long saga. It was so long. I felt like every 18 minute episode was legitimately two thirds commercial. Not enough <laughs> happened so much because there was all, it was always uh, absorbing another Android absorbing another mm-hmm. saying. And then it took forever for him. And then only to find out he just grew himself too big. So now Goku <laughs> can just be fast and beat him. Like, golly, all that. For- <laughs> I felt like Frieza. He's perfect. I feel like Frieza is like Vegeta, but more extreme. And obviously yeah, just super Saiyan asshole evil. Vegeta. Yeah. Like that's, that's the vibe I, which is why I love to hate him. Cause then you also have a quote unquote hero that is acting like a toned down version of him, which it just makes the show better. I feel like. Have you watched any of like the stuff with Broly? Um, I, I believe I've seen like an episode or two and then I've played some of the Dragon Ball Z games. So I've played as him and like the story follows very similar, I guess, to the, to the show or movies. Um, but I've never, like I said, I just, I need to like go through and just watch them all just to have watched it because I never have. And I feel like if there was a way to do it without the filler, I would definitely be on top of that. I just oh, wait, there is a way. There is a way to do that, actually. When you buy the new Blu-rays, you can have it where it cuts out a lot of the bullshit. So, like, a whole the whole saga is, like, two and a half hours. So, like, you'll get a whole season in two and a half hours. Oh, my God. Where it focuses need, on the fights and the immediate buildup. I honestly think I might... That would be worth buying for me. because And, and like, same with probably Naruto would be another one that I would be willing to do that for because I find the concept interesting and like it. I just can't commit to, like, six weeks of my life watching filler <laughs> episodes. There's so much. Like, um, uh, once you climb down into the anime cave, like, I can't be a Weibo for, like, a thousand years. Shit. Are you... Are you out of your drink too, ain't you? I am. I uh, am. I need so you to- want to know something perfect about learning OBS? I have a be right back and a soundboard so I can just play some break music for a second. Go get your drink. I'll get my drink and no one could be any of the wiser. All right. Sounds good. I've been drinking Kool-Aid jammers like I did when I was nine. Cause I like to pretend that I haven't lost a time.
about it that's how you do it buddy yes sir i like that little little break sesh yeah that's uh practice uh create a bunch of videos and learn where you messed up watch your own videos back so i love it i honestly love it i will be definitely bothering you blowing you up asking you what what the deal is hell uh, you actually you live close enough we can make an afternoon. We should do, you know, what we should do is we should get a beer and we should do a live recording at some point. You would have to host that because actually my internet's so bad. I can't do a, Oh, I mean a live recording just, or do you mean a stream? Well, we could do it multiple ways. Well, we should, we should workshop it. We could do, I could bring a laptop and a mic and we could record somewhere like and just do an area recording, but we could also, I don't know. We'll have to, we'll workshop it. We'll figure it out. Cause I will say my roadcaster here, I have four inputs. If you want to hang out and do it, we can just record an audio podcast sitting out in the woods. That would be pretty sweet. Actually. It figures I grabbed a beer and I forgot that it's a, it's a damn. It's not a twist. Out. <laughs> it's a Oh no. Oh man. I, uh, I'm not going to lie to you. It's kind of surprising that glass bottles don't have something like attached onto them that functions as a bottle opener. It's gotta be a man. Just use my, ah, I like it. So as we're saying, as you don't, (laughs) as long as you don't cut your finger off mid podcast, Oh, dude, then I have to take the GoPro with me. I'll just pull it off and <laughs> stream it from there. It would have to have a clickbait title, too. Like, you won't believe what happens to this guy's finger. <laughs> My podcast turned into an ER visit. 
<laughs> That's actually the perfect one. Damn. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> we started the, the console wars. I was always PlayStation and I had PlayStation four. And then I realized the, my love for Xbox got pretty extreme because I realized the multimedia capabilities because of plugging it in as a hub surround sound to like, and teaching people how to use it. So I have the media center as my Xbox one X and I taught my mom how to, how to use the Xbox one X. And then I got a good deal on one. So I got a second one to put in the living room and taught my daughter how to use it. So everything like I have a huge love for Xbox and to connect everything in it and everything run by one device. I honestly love that because I think that's honestly the single handed reason that I would buy an Xbox in a gaming situation all over again. No, no questions asked because like you said, multimedia hub, I watch now I barely use my Xbox to actually play games. Now I have the bedroom TV. I have a Roku built into it, but mm-hmm. nowhere near the accessibility that I feel like the Xbox has. Oh, and it's incredibly old. Like it's all old, like three generations back Android software to run that. Yeah, and and you can't even get HBO Max. On oh, Roku dude, it's not even. It does not. It's not possible. So I, I'm sitting there wondering, like. To me, it's a worthwhile investment. Like you said, I don't have cable, so I'm not streaming a secondary HDMI source through. Mm-hmm. Although I did always feel like that was such an interesting, awesome option that you could integrate your cable like TV guide straight into your Xbox. So my biggest draw for it is running it as a media source because I use a Sonos. So running my Sonos around sound through my Xbox and then broadcasting it out to several other rooms that have smaller Sonos in it and controlling it all through my Xbox has been fabulous. Like out on my lanai, my dining room, my front yard, even my bathroom all have Sonos in it. And I just control all of it right through the central place where all the kids are playing. So even if they want to listen to like fucking Jojo, we can all play and listen and be a part of it and I can turn it all down and I don't have to blast it anywhere. It's Xbox. If I were to get a new console, it would be the new Xbox for that reason alone. But then the wife's like, you just spent, I don't know how much money on a new gaming PC and GoPros and lights and banners. And even though we have a, a small sponsor here that helped with the uh, the banners and everything, she's like, "You're gonna you're gonna be playing your PC for a while." I don't see that you need a new gaming console. I was like, you know, now that I think about it, I've played Halo more now on this PC than I ever did on Xbox. <laughs> I don't think I'm gonna upgrade because I don't need I, to. I so it's funny you brought up Halo. I just had some friends convince me to pay for the Game Pass for a month. And we need to beat Halo one through four's campaigns on Legendary. So, oh, so you're a good Halo player. I, I like to think so. I'm a little rusty. It's been a while, but yeah, I was. I used to be pretty good. 
I, I played a lot of Halo. Halo 2, Halo 1 was... Halo 1 and 2 were my heyday. I was really good at Halo 3 as well, but I would say I was probably best at Halo 2. So uh, we were talking about websites, and uh, I sent a text to Lowell because I couldn't remember the other um, podcast page. And if I were to start now, I probably... I'm not sure. That, I don't think I would go through Podbean or I definitely wouldn't go through Anchor because technically, even though it's owned by Spotify and everything, I don't like the, it's not that they own it, but they, the stipulation that seems like they put on you is not my favorite or like uh, the commercial uh, today's episodes brought to you by this. Yeah, but they're not even paying you for that. And that's free advertising every time that people talk about anchor. Oh yeah. So, so the way that works, you can, they provide you an option to do a sponsorship on every episode brought to you by anchor. And it's obviously at a lower, lower price point than what like a, any normal sponsor would do because they own the platform. Now, as anyone who listens to the hottest uh, podcasts look at the stuff going on through Joe Rogan they have full rights and privileges to edit your episodes if they decide that they want to listen and find out something's in there they can edit your shit out yes well what I was saying is like for for us for example like anchor does not have an ad on our episodes because we've chosen not to put it on there now that's uh, out of two reasons one because they offer a very low rate of compensation for how many listens you get and why, like, I'm not, you know, five bucks a month or whatever. It doesn't really mean a whole lot as opposed to, you know, the 100 or so people or 200 to 500 people that listen being annoyed by anchor ads. Uh, that's not a that's not a good trade off for me. But now small businesses locally, things like that. I'm, I'm all about that. But for anchor, sure. mm, nah, I'm not doing that. Like, so why, why would I? Uh, I'm going to share the screen with you. So I do think that people will be able to see this. It's a, I'm pretty sure it's a really new company, but man, they make it so easy to do it. And it's super nice. Let me maximize that one real quick. It's a, this company and it's the, on it's a, the podcast page.io. Like it's beautiful. Like you didn't have to do anything. Just pick a little scene. It updates everything automatically. So you have access to all of the episodes. Ooh, yeah. I like this. And their, their player on the bottom of the screen is way more user friendly. So this is, this is literally just pick the theme and then your XML feed. I haven't touched anything. So like my links don't work cause I didn't do it cause Lowell created it for me, but it's a, uh, it's man, it's a, it's really streamlined. It's super fast. Like it downloads. It's so quick. That's cool, man. I'll, I'll have to check that out. I definitely want to put our, uh, put our episodes up on that. I do like Podbean. I have no qualms about Podbean. The only thing that sucks is it doesn't automatically upload the, the site through WordPress. You'll figure that one out later because Anchor does it all for you now, but you have to pick up a yeah. site host. 
I was gonna say we haven't even gotten to the website. <laughs> I mean, we're we're in phase one for us right now, which is again our viewers. This is the first time we've had a video broadcast uh, where we're gonna have video content as well. And if you do want to look into sponsorships, I haven't done it yet, but um, another group because they're from you know Wisconsin, like me, was the Midwest Meltdown, and they use uh, Podgo, so you can register to apply to be like a sponsor or like you read their ad reads and to try to monetize it. I didn't submit my stuff for it cause I wasn't trying too hard to monetize. I was just hoping for the manscaped. I really wanted to be a manscaped advocate <laughs> nice. because I'm already a customer. Gotcha. So other than that, I haven't really tried to get, um, sponsorships. So do you own your domain? Do you have a domain yet? No, Oh, no, you better, Log into Google right quick because if anyone listens to this, you'll be like, mm, I'm going to buy this one up. I know, I know. But yeah, we we just we haven't done a website yet or anything like that. Just We've buy just, the domain. Don't build the website. Just go to Google Domains and buy Geek Peak Pod. And just that way, no one can have it. It's $13 a year just to clear it. It's yours. Fair enough. Well, listeners, don't <laughs> don't go buy that. <laughs> don't check. I'll, it give, <laughs> I'll give you a chance before I buy it myself. Then you can buy it for me for $26. <laughs> oh man. You're going to be like a freaking domain named landlord. Oh yes. Right. <laughs> just like that one that just came out. The uh, vote for Donald Trump.com got bought by some guy yesterday. <laughs> oh my God. And he just uploaded all of the uh, felonies and then he released all of it onto Reddit yesterday afternoon. Oh my God. Oh, it's, it's a dirty war out there these days. I can't believe it. Like it's hard to vote for anyone just because of the, no one wants to talk about themselves. It's all about how bad the other guy is. I'm glad you got out of politics because of that. Like there's nothing, it's nothing but a shit thrown contest. I'm just trying to keep my head down and stay away. (laughs) That's all I'm saying, man. I'm not voting for anybody. How about that? Yeah. It just gets wild, bro. Just keep your head down. Yeah, I will be. I will be voting. I will be keeping who I vote for to myself. Yeah, by all means, outside of my outside of my close, uh, you know, close circle. I'm with and, you. I'm with you. Except and, and I, I don't, the episode, so like everyone knows who I'm voting for. Oh well, yeah, yeah. But I mean, that's a little different because like it, people listen to your episodes to hear what you have to say. So yeah, know. my opinion means nothing. I'm just educated, but I'm not a political person traditionally. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah, I've actually become less political as I've gotten older, which is funny because I used to find it as like a hobby. I found it very interesting. Now I'm just like jaded and. (laughs) You're only like 19. Now I'm like, let's not talk about it. I don't, we don't need to talk about it. We're, we're good. I was listening to your episode and all of you guys on there were talking like, oh, yeah, I'm feeling old. Like I'm like 27 now. I was like, you guys can go fuck yourselves. Yep. I felt great yep. until I hit 30. Yep. My buddy tonight just turned 30. He's like, I woke up this morning. I was like, damn, I feel good for 30. And then I stood up. It's like, oh, shit, my knees. <laughs> I sniffled last Wednesday. I woke up stuffy and I went to sniffle in the bathroom, like in front of the bathroom mirror because like uh, I took a shower and I'm going to clear out my snot. And, and I got a muscle spasm in my lower back that hurt me until Monday. (laughs) 
Oh my God. That's, <laughs> that's nightmarish. I think it's because we're so tall. Honest to God, like every time you bend over, it's going to get worse and worse every year, bro. Oh, I know. I know. So, I know. so you're not going to get any system. I do a lot of rowing too. Oh, and so what I'm banking on is that my lower back is getting stronger from that. Do you row with like another team of fellas? They guys. Oh no, no. I wish I was, I wish I was that legit. No, I just, I do, uh, I do orange theory, which is like this workout class kind of deal. And a lot of it's like rowing. My wife was in orange theory for a long time to help lose weight. Do you have, do you wear the vest and everything too? So it can monitor all your stuff. Um, so it's like a, uh, like a little band, like, uh, uh, like a wristband. Oh, they, okay. So she, when she did it, it had to the chest one because it had to make sure you didn't have an arrhythmia. My girlfriend prefers that one. Cause we actually do it together. Uh, she has hers from a while back. They don't make that one anymore. When I started, they were doing like, you can put it around your wrist or you can put it around like the top of your arm. Yeah. Like that. I prefer it over the top of my arm because it's like a more accurate reading for me. Oh, you got the bicep. Yeah. So, Another shameless plug, whoop dot the whoop strap. I use it as a sleep monitor. That's oh, that's cool. I have PVC, so I have a, a slight cardiac issue. So I realized mm-hmm. if I drink too much, it throws off my electrolytes a little bit, and I don't sleep as well. <laughs> I okay. Weird personal story. I woke up the other day after drinking. And, and I drank a good bit, but I went to bed pretty early and I just, I guess, didn't drink any water prior. And it was like one of those things where I thought I was going to get back up out of bed. I just like went and laid down for a sec. And then I was like, all right, I'm just going to stay here. So woke up and my freaking uvula was stole was not stolen, swollen. <laughs> <laughs> My uvula is stolen. Oh, no. Uh, it was swollen. And I'm like, what is happening right now? I Google it and it's like, you may be extremely dehydrated. I'm like, yeah, that's probably what it is. But I've never had that happen before. Now, I did notice I had the driest mouth that I have that has ever been dried. Like, there was not one even drop of condensation in my mouth. <laughs> and I. Like I didn't feel hungover at all, but I was just like, "Oh my god, I feel like a dried up prune." So, as a nerd, are you a big Reddit fan too? Then I go on Reddit from time to time. Uh, honestly, I was doing it more before um, I did. I started a podcast. Now it's kind of like I have my own Reddit little think tank. But um, really, now, so you have your own dailymail.co shit that you have to pull up your source. (laughs) Well, it's just kind of like, instead of me commenting on Reddit and hearing a bunch of other people respond, I do an episode with my buds about like a specific episode or TV show or something, my thoughts on it. And then obviously I get their takes, but then also I talk to a lot of my close friends that do listen to podcasts now not saying all my close friends listen to podcasts because that's just not realistic not everyone's into them there's a lot of friends yeah and my close friends that do like the podcast though that that we do 
they're awesome and give us tons of receptive feedback. And I actually get to have conversations with them after they uh, listen to episodes and can kind of recap certain parts. And it's, it's funny to hear other people's reactions and what they perceived in there. Like, you know, I wanted to add this or I wanted to, I, I wish you guys would have talked about this. And I'm like, all right, good to know. You know, well, I'm sure we'll be around next year. We'll, we'll get it. We'll get it next time. So it's been, uh, that's always pretty cool, but. How many really close people in your life listen to your podcast? Do you think? Some maybe listen to the shadows. I would say probably regularly around. If you want to be, if you don't want to say it because it feels uh, sad, two people in my life consistently listen. My wife's best friend and my dad. Well, I would say people that I know personally that I would consider good friends, I would say like 10 to 15, I think. You have a stronger support system than me. Although my mom uh, did surprise me. She came out and she goes, oh, I was listening to this and it was really funny. I was like, oh, thanks. That was f- six weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that's that's one funny thing is one of my one of my very good friends who we, you know, we regularly recap episodes and I even pick his brain on on movies to talk about for certain ones. Um, he was we were talking and and I asked him something and he's, he like sounded ashamed. And he's like, dude, I'm, I'm two weeks behind on episodes. Like I haven't listened in two weeks. And I'm like, dude, it's all good. Like my favorite podcast in the world, no matter what it is, you know, it rotates, but my favorite podcast, I still don't listen to that every week. I'm not, I can't always be the consistent listener. So sometimes I will listen to two or three in a row, you know? And so I'm like, I, I always have to tell my buddy though. I'm like, dude, it's all good. You're not going to offend me. Like I'm your just on here. Favorite, rambling. Your favorite in the whole world. Is it a major podcast then? Uh, to be honest, like I said, it's rotating. Um, I've had a couple, like, for example, I, I was a big fan of cereal when oh, I first yeah. discovered that one, that one, I mean, that so, one was amazing. How was S town? Do you then, do you listen to that? Oh, S town. Yeah. Okay. So when I found S town, that was like, I think that's probably, if not my favorite in my top two, that's fair. That was, I mean, it's hard to, it's hard to beat the mercury. Like when it talks about the mercury and stuff and then it's like, Oh my, it doesn't it, it, like the dude that had nothing to do with the podcast. Just the guy that wanted to talk into the microphone is like the star. John, uh, I just listened to it two weeks ago again for the third time. I've only heard it once, but I, I just love it so much. I mean, it's, he made me want to watch, he made me want to watch a video on clock building. I recommend that one. Uh, it's funny. That's an episode coming up on the geek peak that in the next couple months we'll be doing, it'll be literally just podcast recommendations of some of our favorite podcasts. Um, so obviously you will be getting a shout out. <laughs> so one that I'm way behind on because I'm afraid that it's not going to keep getting made because it's based on a story written by a woman who got hired to make it into a podcast. Like she wrote short stories and that was fairy. It's on the podcast, which I didn't know about the podcast network until like two, three months ago. 
And I'm aware I've definitely heard of something on the podcast uh, network. I'll put this on the screen because it's spelled really weird. Is fairy F A E R I E, and it's almost like an alternate universe where we always think of fairies as a positive thing, but it's not. There's a much darker, insidious thing behind it, and the government knows about it. And there's a government agency that follows it, but because there hadn't been any fairies in our uh, in our plane in such a long time, they decided to dismantle that government entity. And then this one guy that's still about it is like, they're here. They've been in, and because people no longer like people don't believe in it, now they're primed to take over our spot. So I listened to the first 12 episodes and I was like, oh shit, this is getting good. I don't want to have to wait for another week for this 22 minute episode. I'm going to wait. So I don't know how it ends. I just know that like, oh shoot, there's some uncovering going on and I'm like, I'm ready for the next one. I'm going to have to check that one out. I haven't heard of that one. It was, I, it's really good. I, I have heard of podcast though, and I don't know what show I've seen on there, but I think they have like 25 or 30 on Spotify. Oh, wow. Okay. Damn. Well, a couple that I like to regularly listen to. These are just like my weekly listens. Wait, before you unveil, do you do any Patreons for podcasts? Uh, No, not yet. So before you unveil yours, the thing that made me fall in love with podcasts was last podcast on the left. I have been a Patreon for them for seven years. Oh, damn. Okay. Like I'm an early enlister sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And they don't have to be on your favorite because they're nowhere near what they like. When you make 500 episodes about serial killers and everything like that, and like how do you stay that in depth and do all these things when like, there's only so many serial killers with good stories. <laughs> so yeah. I, I, I'm sure they're not going to be on your list because like the last hundred episodes have not been what they were except for when they did the episode on uh, the Scientology guy. You know what? That's a, that's a really good point because like not to, not to throw shade at them at all. Cause I like their show, but I haven't really gotten into them as much. And I've heard, I always see them brought up in circles, mm-hmm. but I've never gone back to their like older episodes. And I'm sure those would be content. I'm a lot more familiar with. Cause a lot of the movie reviews, for example, are more like, I don't even want to say B horror, but it's like undiscovered or stuff. I haven't heard of. I like, feel like they have to, stuff. I mean, they may, I think they make like, a hundred thousand dollars a month on their Patreon. So they have to keep making holy crap. They have to keep making content. Like, so if they don't release it, like they just die. So like you have to get to other stuff. That's why they do uh last stream on the left and they do their stuff on cartoon network. It's just really hard to continually be the serial killer podcast when there's not what you have to try to stay relevant. I mean, yeah, that's that's wild. My that's, other favorite podcast is the uh, the Geek Peak Pod. I don't miss an episode of that one. <laughs> Hell yeah! So shout out, shout out to my boy Mike. What's what's your favorites? Like you're rotating 
Because every yeah, you can have a couple off weeks and kind of fall out of favor. The ones that I regularly listen to, I listen to the Daily by the New York Times mm-hmm. just to kind of keep keep in touch. But uh, this American Life, I'm a big fan of. Now it's like a that one's a variety show, so like week to week, it's different every time. It's been around so forever. Some, yeah. yeah, and some of the topics are whatever, but some of them are honestly amazing. So that's that's one of my favorites. I told you S Town, um, and then I'm a big history buff, so I love Hardcore History by uh, Dan Carlin. Mm-hmm. He he goes so so in depth, and I love it. And then obviously on call pod, <laughs> love that oh. love that show. <laughs> uh, another one I'm a big fan of. If I have a long drive, is a time suck with Dan Cummings, but. He I've gets a little one. outlandish, so he covers some really good stuff. But when you're talking by yourself for like a two-hour podcast, it's a little hard. Yes. I I mean, I've definitely considered doing solo episodes of just ranting about something. And then I'm like, I need to be careful during this. Cause I'll probably go insane and just go off. Cancel culture strong right now. And I've thought the same thing. That's why my, my, I've only done like two or three, like truly solo podcasts. It's rough. You have to go on a diatribe and it's hard to talk by yourself that long without like any, feedback at all yeah i don't know how bill burr does it like his monday morning podcast and then his thursday monday morning podcast or whatever is like how do you talk four hours and release it thursday monday morning podcast i love that i didn't even know he had that oh what's it like I, i listened to the pod which is um the pat mcafee show if you if you're looking for topics they have a lot of fan interaction where they submit questions and stuff that helps they ask questions like oh that i did wonder that but i never wrote it down like one that i wrote down today which is an old ass episode i'm gonna ask this on my podcast so if anyone decides it uh best leftover food like Food that you you know you ate the next day you eat it either cold the next day or reheat it the next day like what's your favorite thing left over? Ooh, damn! I know, like I know mine. As soon as I said it, it's spaghetti because I love spaghetti sauce. It's like gotten to time to have its herbs and everything like infused into the sausage and the the meat sauce. Or uh, some people love uh, pizza. I'm not a big fan of cold pizza, but I do like pizza the next day reheated. Um, another one I wrote down. Oh, pudding cake, because our po- uh, my wife calls it pokey cake, where you poke a bunch of holes in it and then pour pudding on top of it. The next day, it's delicious because like the vanilla and chocolate pudding gets down deeper into the holes and soaks into the cake, and it's fucking delicious. Ooh. I'm trying to think. I feel like I have one on the on the tip of my tongue here that I'm just lasagna blanking on chicken wings. I feel like. Uh, Chili. Chili is another really good one. That's good the next day because chili just gets better and better. 
three days, kind of at max. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to probably just say pizza on this. That's fair. I think I think it's it's safe, and if I have what I'm thinking of pop into my just into interrupt my it, just, just just yeah. Wait, 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 wait. I remember the, I remember what tacos. It was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do love taco meat too because I'll just pour it on some tostitos and put it in the oven for. Actually, okay, okay. I have it. I have it. This is what it was. Quesadillas. I like reheating quesadillas because I'm. Oh, I love quesadillas. So yeah. how do you reheat your ta- your quesadilla? Are you an oven? Are you a toaster oven? A microwave? Stovetop? Uh, it depends on where I'm at, but at home, I would say probably just the, the microwave and throw a, you know, slightly damp paper towel on it. So it doesn't just super dry out. Okay. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. At least you had, you had the wherewithal to realize dampening and fluid. Yeah. Don't let it just be, you know, chewing leather at that point. (laughs) Exactly. Little little raw raw hide sesh, um, but yeah, I honestly since I've started my podcast, I don't listen to my normal podcast as much just because of I you know how it goes when you're editing your show, you're listening to it over and over again. Well, I, I guess your show's a little different. With our show, we edit it when we're releasing episodes. So uh, every week it's, you know, a, a time commitment on that. So I listen to every one of our episodes. I'm the Geek Peaks biggest fan. <laughs> <laughs> what sucks is it doesn't help your listenership. I spend about I know, right? 35 to 40 minutes editing each episode. And then I realized uh, trying to make it too professional actually makes it sound worse. Ums are not a bad thing because it shows that you're thinking and want to be interactive. The hardest thing for yours is because none of you guys are local and you don't have, you haven't invested the money into making sure the audio is super clear from everybody. So like a lot of your editing is based on cost of investment. Oh, for sure. Yeah. We were, we were the ultimate, we're going to start a podcast. None of us have done this. We're going to figure out how, how we do this as we go. And I mean, we, we even took our first couple episodes that we had posted uh, off of Spotify entirely because the problem was, you know, people are chronological listeners we found. So people go through and they listen to the first couple episodes and, and we weren't happy with the fact that people were going listening to two or three episodes and being like, yeah, this show's not for us when we had refined and changed so much in our later episodes. I think we I'm going to really do that still. That- I never deleted mine. And like when I first started my show, it was going to be a fucking sports show and it has so devolved so far. I talk maybe <laughs> three minutes of sports a week on two podcasts that are an hour long. What I mean, I, I love sports. So if you ever want to talk sports, not that I'm any kind of expert, but I can be an armchair QB any day of the week. I haven't been athletic for 10 years, so I might take you up on that. Perfect. <laughs> well, so what's your sport then? Uh, Croquet. So I, I actually suck at sports. Um, 
Okay, what's I your like sports to, to watch? That's okay. Nah. I like to play racquetball, um, but that's a more obscure sport. <laughs> Uh, but I love to watch football and I don't mind watching basketball uh, or I'll watch baseball in person. I'm not big on watching it on TV and I like watching hockey. So it was a good year for us. It it's was about a time though. Good year. Fuck. It has been ridiculous to watch the, one of the best teams in the NHL for the last five years overall. Was it last year we had they set the record for most wins in a season and just choked? Yeah, it was a redemption. It's a bummer that they couldn't play in Tampa. Uh, it would have been awesome to actually have fans there. And I probably, the game on Monday night, um, the, the actual final game, I would have probably bought tickets to. I watched him lose in overtime. Saturday, I was sad because I was supposed to record with Lowell. Yes, me too. <laughs> so I was like, I delayed. I felt bad because we had it scheduled. Oh, nine o'clock, ten thirty. Game still going. I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, man. And then I started. I decided to record with him, and then they fucking lost anyway. So I was like, man, I'm should just record <laughs> with you. Yep. Yeah, we had we had massive technical difficulties on our last recording session. So it was like an hour of troubleshooting and all three of us are very busy and it was just a nightmare. And and it sucks when you when you all get together for one purpose, you carve time out just falls you, apart. And I, I think you're just gonna have to come down and I will show you my entire setup and how to do it. I think I think I might might be onto that. I uh, I need to get us. I think the the lossless, you know, quality here on Zoom. We might need to take advantage of it's that. It's pretty That's beautiful, awesome. right? And I have the shittiest internet. My internet is, I think, at two megs per second. Wow. <laughs> it's not great that's, that's competitively low <laughs> <laughs> i'm competing with aol still oh wait that's uh, awesome how old are you 27 26 uh, yeah i'm 27 man i nailed it uh did you ever watch saved by the bell i have i have seen some you saved have by seen the it bell. okay so i'm yeah. 32 now I got to go home and watch it every day on TBS, the Superstation. I don't know if you're familiar with that channel. Oh, it's gone. Yeah. Oh, I know about the Superstation. That's another podcast I'd love to listen to is Zach to the Future because Zach Morris is breaking down every single episode that he ever did because he never watched the show after he filmed it. <laughs> so like 30 years later, he's going and looking and he goes, we did some pretty insensitive things and we took advantage of women. And he's like, this is, we did not start this podcast at the right time because he's, it turns out Zach Morris is a total asshole. If you watch him back now, cause I watched him on Hulu. The wife watched very little saved by the bell growing up. So when it came out on Hulu, she watched it and she goes, it's a really good show. I was like, yeah, that's why I watched it after school every day. In second grade. <laughs> Dude, another speaking of like the throwback nineties classics, what about um have you seen this new Netflix show that they're doing, Cobra Kai? That's all about karate kid? I haven't watched it. I've watched the trailer like five times. 
And I'm ready. I want to invest the time and watch it thoroughly and really pay attention only because I have been very anti Danielson for like six years. <laughs> <laughs> As I've gotten older, I was like, guy's kind of a dick. He's like instigating fights with, uh, what's the blonde dude's name? Is it Johnny? Yeah, he's the main character of. Yeah, guys. Yeah. So you're gonna be riding home on this one. <laughs> I'd be the number one fan. I'm gonna get myself a black vest with a yellow belt. I'm gonna be fucking <laughs> ready to roll. You will be Cobra Kai. That's hilarious. Uh, let's see, because I, I don't want. I we have run on way too far. But yeah. I wanted to know. We already did console wars, and you're not getting one. And it turns out I'm not getting one. Um, I am a, a pathetic the console nerd. wars. The funny part about the console wars, they both have lost in my eyes here because neither were. one of them have, have earned our purchase. Oh, how do you feel about the Bethesda purchase then? I think it was good, but here's the thing. Again, another thing that I talked about with our, our, our I would say, specialist in gaming on the Geek Peak is, is Brandon. He put it perfectly. He's like that Bethesda has been a dumpster fire since fallout 76, unfortunately, because of how bad that launched, even though they have had so many successes and can totally turn it around. They've just had this slow burning dumpster fire that they've been trying to tweak and fix and make it good. And people are just like, we're not going to play this game because we heard it was horrible. That's fair. They have been a dumpster fire. Which which sucks because I love Fallout Three in New Vegas. Fallout Four was good, not great, and I'm uh, obviously a huge fan of Skyrim and Elder Scrolls. So it's gonna it's great future proofing for Microsoft. I think like it's a total business decision to make sure that streaming is the future. Yeah. What's the other thing about it? Uh, moving on from that, I just wanted to know how you felt about the Bethesda thing because that was huge news for like a whole week, which is, you know, a millennia and tech talk. It's a big buy. I'm excited it's, to see. It's a lot of they money, though. To, so here's what they have to do to be successful. And, and from a completely from a consumer standpoint, this is not a business standpoint, but successful in the eyes of fans to make them buy, you have to come back with the single player offline story driven, uh, not multiplayer, uh, but RPG based Skyrim, Elder Scrolls games. Fallout 4 did do that right by having it be offline. Uh, I think 76 was a mistake trying to make it something similar to Elder Scrolls online, but you know, I, I don't I don't need to play a World of Warcraft style game every time I want to play anything where I walk in the shoes of a character, which is basically what the like RPG moniker is for. What was it Elder Scrolls uh, Three? Was it uh, Morrowind? 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 Yeah, that was the that was the peak for me. Yeah, Morrowind is great. Same with uh, Oblivion. After mm. that, that's right. Four. Yeah, and then I was personally partial to Skyrim because that's really when I got into the series. But I know that Morrowind and Oblivion have both been 
I know a lot of people who have bragged on those games, and I know they're good. What I'm trying to think of what year Ob- Oblivion came out. I might have been. I might have. I think I was in the military when it fucking came out. So like that's why I didn't play it. Now I'm gonna check. I, I had it. It was kind of a weird story. I had it for a while. Like I purchased it, and I was like, I'm gonna play it. I'm gonna play it. And specifically, I'm going to play when I go to visit my family and my grandma doesn't have internet and I'm just going to bring my Xbox and play this offline game. Went up multiple times, never played it. And then like three years after it launched, I went and played it and I was like, the graphics on this game suck. (laughs) And I also picked the worst freaking class, which was the lizard person just because I thought he looked awesome. But everyone is super racist towards you as the lizard person. And it's like being black, huh? In America. Honestly, yeah, there's <laughs> definitely some there's definitely some similarities. But the one thing the difference between the lizard people and black people is lizard people are immune to poison. Oh which which sounds like a really great trait when you're picking a class, and it's not. It's not a great trait. It's not useful at all. Do not pick the freaking lizard people is what I learned in that game. I just picked him because I was like, oh, I'll be the Velociraptor. It just warrior. looks cool as shit. Yeah. No. So that was that also probably played into my decision to never complete Oblivion. Weird. But, weird class talk. Did you ever watch the movie uh, Blight with Will Smith? Blight. Bright. I'm sorry. Bright. It was a Netflix movie where it was uh, yes. with the orcs. Yes, yes, I did. Uh, I don't know. Or just reminded me of it, thinking of like the separate classes of animals. Yeah, I, I love that movie. Yeah, that one's. I it's like weird. that. It's weird. I think you kind of have to be nerdy to really like that movie because you don't understand looking at cartoon characters, essentially. I want to see Netflix. So like, for example, that movie would have been a good one to be like, Hey, we're going to build a universe out of this. So we're going to do like two or three more movies. That was the and plan. It's not going to be what happened? Yeah, like, uh, what? Well, yeah. Why did they world build? And then we're just like, okay, we're not going to revisit. It legit could be a whole like six part series because there's the fairies. There's the orcs, the elves, the humans, yeah, and like for me personally, like I liked Bright. I didn't think it was like the best movie, but I I did enjoy it. And overall, I thought it was cool that like the way they did the fantasy. But my biggest complaint was like I want to see more, just like plain and simple. So like you've got to make sequels or like spinoffs or something for that. But I almost feel like they were like, well, it wasn't like everything we wanted on the first go around, so we're just not going to do it again. So sadly, it's still in development and it's apparently in purgatory. It's in development purgatory because they're having struggles finding uh, directors and story runners. So now for the people that are on the watching the video several years now seems to have fallen into production purgatory. But as of May, it still has legs. There's people working on it. They just are keep they're struggling to keep people on board. Will Smith still signed on to do it. I would love to see it. I, I was a big fan, and it had a great soundtrack. It had like three songs on it that I really liked. That's okay. That's another 
definite highlight is the soundtrack was awesome. It had a lot of very good popular artists. It was um, my wife. Had, well, the, when it feels like the world's gone mad. Yeah. Like she played the shit out of it. I think she had a thousand <laughs> plays on that in my Spotify playlists. <laughs> I, I do want to say this before I forget. So going back to the, to the consoles. Yes. Do you hear that? Uh, there was a absurd like uh, increase in purchases of the Xbox One X accidentally, seemingly, because uh, it was the same weekend that they dropped the Xbox Series X and um, they they like got it completely wrong. And, and now there's God knows how many households are going to get another Xbox one X and not know because of the naming debacle, which we've already talked about privately. You're right. But how stupid, I mean, I've, like I said, I would say I'm pretty much a self-proclaimed Xbox fanboy, even though I'm not going to buy the new one. And, <laughs> yeah, and, but- and I'm just like, what why is this? Why is it named so dumb? Like, why do they name these things so freaking confusingly, unnecessarily? Well, there's been lots of different directors and presidents for the game development part, and so I think that's part to do with it. You want to put your own name on it and just say, "Well, this is the Xbox Three. You can't say Xbox 3 without saying Xbox 2. That's the only thing I can think of. Because like to go from Xbox 360, 1, 1 S, 1 X, Xbox 1, Xbox Series X, Xbox 1 here, X here, Series I don't even I know have, what it's I have, the, I have the list. Hold on. Lay it on me. Please do. So for, for Sony, we've got PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4, and PlayStation 5. Pretty pretty cut and dry. It's, uh, I think I followed it. And then we also have, I, uh, uh, don't let me forget, the PlayStation Portable PSP. I still have one. That thing was sick. I never I can't, had one, uh, I but feel I bad. always thought it was so cool. So the reason why that thing is so fucking sick is I would turn my PS4 on, and then I would go to work and connect to the Wi-Fi, and I would play my PS4 on my PSP, while at work working overnights at the hospital. That's awesome. I don't know why they didn't talk enough about that, but like, how cool is that? That I'm playing my PS4 on my PSP 65 miles away. That is honestly sick. I didn't even know you could do that. No one did. It was an <laughs> accidental find. It. <laughs> it was an accidental find on Reddit one day, and I was like, "Oh shit, I'm gonna do this." <laughs> I love that. So Xbox okay. name debacle. So so here's the here's the Xbox names. So we have the Xbox, the Xbox 360, the Xbox One, the Xbox One S, the Xbox One X, the Xbox Series S, the Xbox Series X, the X and the Box, 2X2 Box, Xbox Tokyo Drift, the fate of the Xbox. Xbox presents Hobbs and Shaw. So, well, see, that's not fair though, because you're adding these special editions, and you didn't do that for the PlayStation. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, no! Because I'm sure there is going to be. It's like a Hobbs and Shaw. 
why why are there so why are there the names the dumbest that's the one thing about the xbox that i'm like this is honestly stupid you guys you guys messed up in marketing this it makes no sense i think they did it just because people would talk about it and it kind of backfired now because there's no true differentiation between xbox one x x and i said do you say xbox one series x it's the xbox I don't even know. Hold on. <laughs> I have to look. <laughs> you just like, read it too. <laughs> I literally don't. Okay. Xbox Series X. Man, I, you know what? I, it's hard for me to and truly then, blame the And the, the cheaper parents. version of that is the Xbox Series S. Like it's the That's same. So... It's the next gen, but like the cheaper. No, it doesn't have like the disc drive and okay, so, like so less, like, less memory and stuff. We've agreed we're not going to get the next gen. But how important do you think moving forward to having a disk drive is? Um, me personally, I like owning like physical media for certain things, but I'm starting to get more comfortable buying movies and stuff on Amazon and YouTube so that I can digitally or Google plus or Google. Yeah. Google play. Sorry. Um, and, and be able to pull them up anywhere on that has a Wi-Fi connection. I'm starting to really see the value in that, but I also still have containers of Blu-rays and DVDs of some of my favorite movies. Yeah, so I have, I have five boxes. Of DVDs yeah, I'm not ready to transition entirely. I have hard drives too of downloaded films, um, you know, of their of their files, but I'm not entirely ready to give up on physical media, but We'll see. I'm, I'll probably be getting there very shortly. I see. Now, uh, as we talked about the media center, I can't get rid of it because I have so many Blu-rays, like the Disney catalog. I even have Disney Plus, but I have the Disney catalog of Blu-rays and stuff for my daughter. And, you know, my son's going to be born in less than six weeks now. I... Don't want to get rid of having congratulations. By the way, thank you. I, I, two weeks ago ended up putting the Lion King Blu-ray in so we could all sing and dance to the soundtrack of the Lion King, and it's one of those things like as a media center to connect it to my Sonos and play the Blu-ray. So all there were six little kids here all singing and dancing to "I Just Can't Wait to Be King." (laughs) <laughs> and if I had to rely on my internet, which I just told you is running at three megs per second, if it goes down another meg, like it's not going to stream anything. <laughs> that's, that's a real horror movie called the Meg. The real Meg. Degrading, degrading by one megabyte. So you live in a major metropolis. Do you have legit real internet? Sorry, Siri decided to get involved in our uh, in our podcast recording real quick. You know what? I'm going to bring that up in my next episode. I got into a major disagreement through a text battle with Apple because I have the Apple card. <laughs> okay. And ever since I got that card, every time I've ever tried to use it on anything other than like the Apple store, would not process. Sorry, can't. It won't work. So I have had to talk to Goldman Sachs through the Apple text system three times and that shit wouldn't go through. 
So this time, oh my god, I was. Uh, what did I say to them? I said some. I was. I was quite upset. I at one point said, "You know what? I don't matter. Apple is too big to fail." Let's see here. And they're like, "Oh, I don't see anything in your account to prevent your transaction from processing." And I was like, "Oh, and yet it won't go through." And they're like, "Have you tried a different amount?" I was like, "How would I try a different amount?" Best Buy isn't really known for the negotiation tactics. <laughs> and they're like, well, what's the last four of the card number? I was like, the amount of issues on this card I've have has proven that having the Apple card is not worth it. I'm just going to cancel it as soon as I pay off this my wife's iPad. And they're like, I checked the card. There's no blocks or flags to prevent the transactions. I was like, so you say. But I've had issues since day one from multiple sites. Apple's too big to fail, so I really don't matter. It's not worth the hassle. Thanks for nothing. That was Tuesday morning that I said these. Uh, uh, I was an asshole. I realized I was an asshole. Tuesday afternoon, guess what happened to my iCloud account? It got erased from my phone and it deleted all of my contacts from my phone that have been uploaded through the iCloud within the last two years. So I had to scroll through everyone's text messages to figure out who was what. I was like, this is fucking bullshit. Go figure the same day I tell Apple, thanks for nothing. They <laughs> deactivated my iCloud phone account and I had to re-log into that. So, uh, Oh my God. All of my like friends, photos and stuff. And like all my text history for the last two years is gone pretty much. That's, that's nightmarish. <laughs> it is because you really rely on it. Yeah. And then it decided to undownload all of my Spotify music which is 2,463 songs. Oh, no. Did it try to re-download on the 2 meg? It did. It's not no. done. <laughs> it's not done. <laughs> That's a thousand years of bandwidth drought you're about to experience. Uh, and, then, and then a little... Bit later, so it was Tuesday morning at like nine o'clock, and that, that's when I got into the text battle with Apple. At three o'clock that afternoon, that purchase went through, and I have an Apple Watch Series Six on its way. And I sent Apple an apology text message. Like, well, they went through now, so I don't know if it was a Best Buy thing or you a thing, but sorry for anything that might happen. It got resolved. Thanks. <laughs> I still don't have my pictures of people for their contact info. But uh, I'm trying not to have like a real issue because I'm really locked into the Apple ecosystem. So like I need to make this part- partnership work. <laughs> <laughs> I hear that. I was somebody was just giving me shit the other day because I struggled to use my girlfriend's uh, laptop, which is a MacBook because I've always had PC. And now that being said, I've had an iPod and an uh, iPhone for now I've had an iPhone for years. Mm-hmm. Um, so very comfortable with that, but I'm just so lost on using a Mac and it's nowhere near the same. You're right. Yeah. And so I'm constantly complaining about using it. And my friend was giving me so much shit. He's like, Oh, love that iPhone of yours, but can't handle the MacBook even a little bit. And I'm like, shut your mouth. Like, 
but I'm I'm actually kind of happy that I'm not relying on a MacBook, even though I like I I think they're good computers. I'm happy I'm not relying on it because I feel like they do break down, and when they do, it's like, do you want to spend all that money on a new one or? And you can't fix anything on it. Everything like if you nope. bought if you buy one in the last three years, it's it's Apple's problem now, and then you get to pay for the Genius Bar to fix it. <laughs> Yep. Which is why I decided on the podcast to decide, you know what? I'm just going to go through it and build everything on my own. So like yep. I built my PC. Me too. And and we talked a little bit about this when we were first getting acquainted. Uh, we, it's funny because you had an issue building your PC and I also had a freaking massive issue building my PC and for me, it was a nightmare process, but then it like once that one small issue that I finally figured out what it was, was identified, then it was an immediate fix. I decided and to put LED lights in mine now. So like, yeah, it's looking pretty sexy. Let me loosen that up. Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. I don't think I can pull mine. Mine's in the cabinet down here to my right. I don't think we'll be able to see it, but I love it. It's a, I love it. It's a beauty. It's, um, oh shoot. With the multicolors too. Yeah, buddy. I like that. I like that. Let's fly. I gotta get it back to purple. I will say I have, uh, my girlfriend and I splurged on some Philip Hughes lights, Ooh. Hue lights in the apartment, and so we can. So you downloaded the, you, so you did the app and everything that, that people do. Oh yeah, hold on, let me see if I can hit you with some some sweet, beautiful pink. There we go. Little oh. You know yeah. what? I'm surprised that your white is as nice as, as it's as nice as it is, because I had the early gen of, I think it was the Philips Hue. Mm-hmm. It was probably s- seven years ago. It the LED technology was not there, so I didn't invest in it now. Yeah, so this is this is my normal lighting, and and this is kind of what I work in, and then I got my whole. Hit you with some code red. Oh, I like it. I have my kitchen light on too, so it kind of. So the the broadcast can't see it, but I can because I've I've narrowed the view because I know how it is having the uh, the wide angle lens. So mm-hmm. I made sure that you. What's in that door behind your back left? At the bathroom, bedroom. Oh, that's my that's my bedroom. Yeah. Is that is that where the misses is at? Oh, uh, no, I like that. I li- that's a good fade out. Oh, she's <laughs> your purple looks really nice. She's actually right here in the uh, in the living room with me and I I'm not changing the colors. She decided to. Uh, oh, she took it over to do a little color show. I think oh. she was working on something and she was <laughs> she she's like, oh, fuck she you too. With me. Yeah. So if but. you ever do uh, PC RGB lighting, I have a Fantex case like Dude, 10 bucks. You have two big ass strips to put into your case. And I have oh, another nice. one because I want to make more lights. Because it takes up no power. 
and it looks so good. Fantex makes a good ass product for a case. I I was the, looking. My ahead. friend, my friend built a. Uh, he. <laughs> He's, I'll start this off with he's a little eccentric, but he's hilarious. And he wants, he wanted to put a very, he wanted to have the smallest desktop he could possibly have, but with normal parts inside of it. Uh, what? So, so, like, he wanted, you know, the standard size PC parts that you and I have used in our towers, mm-hmm. but he wanted to put it in the smallest possible case. How much jerry rigging do you have to do to make a normal motherboard fit into a smaller case? I have no idea, but he got one of the NZXT cases. Oh, okay. They do pretty good. They do some good work on cases. And they're really, they're good looking. They're clean. But um, he was cracking me up telling me about when he was putting it in. He's in. He's like a, a stockier guy in general, and he's like my fat meat fingers. Just <laughs> we're having the most difficulty navigating around this tiny case. I didn't realize how much cable management plays a factor into building a PC. Oh my god! But yeah, I didn't even know what cable management was before I built my PC. <laughs> yeah, I built it, and then the uh, couple of guys that were talking about it and they had not experienced the problem I had. They're like, well, I'm sorry that you're having these issues, but your cables look like shit. So can you fix those and then talk to me about it? I was like, what do you mean? (laughs) (laughs) It's like, uh, I mean, I guess so, but can can you make my computer work please? And they couldn't. And then I had to take it to go. He goes, Oh yeah. This, the, the solid state drive that you have plugged into your motherboards, but failed. It's like, Oh, so I never would have figured this out because I don't have a separate PC to plug anything into to realize that everything works. But my yeah, no, exactly. My OS, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. It's like, oh, you don't own an entire shop of computers that you can plug and play parts into. What are you, some kind of nimwit? Why would you have this? Get good. And it's yeah, it's like, dude. I'm just trying to build my first PC. Like, I don't know how many times I need to say that to make it clear, but when I was doing it, it, it's so funny. Your solid state drive failed. My, um, not, it was a motherboard failure. It was like not compatible with the graphics card, even though it had like, it had a graphics card compatibility printed out like the exact graphics card I got, but it wasn't compatible without some like, BIOS update that I needed to go to either a computer shop or have another PC of mine download. Yeah, a duplicate I, next to it to run it to you so it could integrate the f- graphics and everything. Otherwise, it won't load shit onto it, sort of thing. Yeah, and they're like, you can either mail your computer, mail the um, motherboard to California and you pay for postage, or you can p- go to a shop and pay them to update it. And I'm like, are you kidding me? And they're like, no. And I was like, I'm just going to return your motherboard and I'm going to go buy your competitors. And I'm going to make sure it works with this, which I did and does. But I spent so much time after that part failed because I went through, like I said, first time building. I thought it had to be something that I did wrong. It had to be a cable (laughs) that wasn't secure or something that wasn't plugged in. No, 
dumb me just way overestimated the capability of these computer companies and way underestimated my own abilities and the abilities of my girlfriend who got to give her a shout out here. Very large part in helping me get the computer built. She ended up being very crafty with having no experience. So I haven't heard I her much on the, uh, the geek week pod. Yeah. She's been, she's only been on one episode. I did a little. I'm offended because her. now I've seen her walk by before we started recording. What is yep. she, what is a uh, what's her what's her story? Why is she with you? I that I don't know. I couldn't tell you that. Um, but she puts up with me for whatever reason. She uh, we met last. Let's see, not last October, but three Octobers back actually. And uh, not last, but three back, like, <laughs> yeah, three. Well, we met at a Halloween party, so that's how I keep track of it. And uh, yeah, so we're coming up on our three year anniversary this uh, this here October. Does she have any interest in what you do? Does she support you and the podcast growth and everything? Oh, for sure. She's like one of our, uh, she's n- number two fan because when I'm editing, she allows me to not wear headphones and play it on my sound bar here on my desk. And that way I don't have to go insane by being trapped, hearing my own voice on loop as well as my two friends and editing out random things or like long spaces or burps or lip smacks or things like that. Do you say her name? I'm sure you've said it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Her name's Emily. So I say her name, like you have, you have said now that I know it's Emily, sometimes you get three dudes talking, you forget who's talking. (laughs) Yeah. Hi, Emily. Thank you for supporting Chris and his endeavors. Yeah, no, she's, you'll tell her that afterwards. We, uh, we had her on an episode, our specific Batman episode where, um, Trent's fiance Samantha and my girlfriend Emily both watched prior to our episode they watched the Dark Knight trilogy from Christopher Nolan and neither of them had ever seen it so they gave their you know first take as brand new Batman aficionados so she's not a nerd then really uh on certain things she is but on a lot no not nearly as nerdy as me. What's her nerdiest thing? She is like such a big dig dug fan. Like the classic arcade game. She like, to be honest with you, she'll like go and then she'll go to like arcades and like set the high score for dig dug, which I'm like, how did you, this is such a weird game to be this good at. (laughs) She's like, like the, what's the, the what's his name Mitchell whatever it is that does the Pac-Man game Scott Mitchell whatever it is I no not even I don't no offense to Dig Dug but I'm not even gonna give it that much credit it's like the person who can like solve the Rubik's cube fastest blindfolded it's like it's <laughs> cool that you can do that but like literally why did you learn how to help do anything. that yeah uh, but no she loves Dig Dug um, I mean. Also, 
since we've started dating and I've gotten her into more nerdy stuff, she's definitely become a super nerd. She's watched embracing it. Of, okay. Yeah. Watched all last avatar, last airbender. She bought multiple gaming consoles. Um, because she now games a lot because I game a lot. So it's like just something we can do. We don't even necessarily play together, but it's something we can do at the same time and be together and not be like one person bored or pissed off that the other person's not doing anything. Okay. So mine sleeps when I play video games. She's, Sleep is good too, though. Like she's out. Emily, she Emily like does that a lot too. So uh, it's one of the reasons I decided to build a PC is because... My Xbox is in the living room. So if I go to play video games, like, he's taking up the living room mode, sit here and scroll Facebook, I guess. <laughs> so then I bought a Switch. Yes. All right. So I'm playing the Switch. And then she's mad that, like, she wants to, like, put her legs on me. And then I'm kind of trapped playing a Game Boy. Uh, uh, no, uh, I have to get it. I'm having, I'm having a beer, babe. Yeah, you got to let me up. Bitch about that. So I built a PC and now I can sit at my own <laughs> computer desk. In there. You have your, you have your own spot. Yeah. My man space is four, five by six or so roughly. So hold on. I'll, I'll adjust the camera here. You can kind of see, I built this desk. We built this desk. Ikea room. didn't do that. No. And what's up there so, in front of that? It looks like uh, a giant Tootsie Rolls. Is that the, oh, that's the couch. It's the couch headrests. Oh yeah, these are the <laughs> they look like tootsie rolls. Yeah, but uh, so this desk we built it. Um, we bought a piece of plywood at Home Depot, cut it to size. <clears throat> excuse me, and then bought three IKEA cabinets. So there's one on the far left, one on the far right, and then one in the center to support it. So it's like uh, his and hers gaming setup oh that's why there's another chair and shit there okay yeah so she plays her xboxes over there and then i have my pc and then i have my xbox set up to the main tv when i want to play and she has her playstation set up there as well so whenever we want to play a game on the big screen it's there and then if she wants to play online her xbox is over here who's got the obsession with the panda the red panda well this is her stuffed animal, but a friend of mine actually painted the the painting on the wall up there. Yeah. Okay. I was make sure yeah. it's got. Was, just so you know, I realized it wasn't a raccoon, and I want a little credit that I realized it was a panda. Not- yeah. No. You you called it you called it for what it was, red panda. <laughs> you gotta, I gotta give you credit. That's a it's a very obscure animal. Uh, I'm a big fan. They're lovable. Supposedly. And who's got the um the Australian. Beneath the panda. Oh yeah, Emily went to uh, Emily went to Australia not too long ago and brought me back a boomerang. So I felt, did she bring um, you a didgeridoo? She did. Wait, no. She brought me a. It was a didgeridoo, <laughs> actually. Sorry, I couldn't remember if it was a rain mate or like a rain <sighs> shaker or a didgeridoo. But yeah, she did bring me back a small little didgeridoo. It's pretty cool. It's the- no horn of Gondor, but <laughs> did she did she hand it to you and apologize for it not quite being the the the, the Gondor horn? No. Uh. 
She did, but like, so she went down to Australia and took a cruise and did New Zealand as well. And she actually, she did bring me a river rock. Oh God. Uh, U.S. Customs don't listen to this, but she brought me this river rock and it's from New Zealand where they filmed the, the parts of Lord of the Rings for Rohan. Oh, yep. Um, the kingdom of Rohan. So Is that a protected she, site, right? Ah, maybe I'm ignorant to the law. So therefore I can't be doing, I mean, you don't work for customs. It was their job to stop you. You made it through. It's not your fault that they didn't stop you. I mean, yeah, it's as far as I'm concerned, when they come and knock on my door, I lied through the, through my teeth on this podcast. So, so I hear her voice. I'm surprised she's still up. It's going on two in the morning. Yeah, she's doing some. Uh, she's doing like the some digital certification on the on the side. But speaking of which, I think we I think we've covered a lot of what we were going to talk about, and I think we're definitely going to have to set up another another one of these crossover episodes. For sure, I'm, I'll send you this. We might have to edit this out because it's two hours. Just literally break it up into two. I'm good with that. I'm good with that. Do you want to just do like a, a closer that we can just edit out that last like 20 seconds and be like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, can, I, can, I can send, I can edit up anything. Uh, it won't be good, but it'll be edited. <laughs> so this has been uh, the crossover on call pod geek peak pod between nerddom fandom, a skosh of politics because it doesn't matter if we're different. We're still friends. I may be blue. Wait, I like your mouse pad, by the way. Oh, yeah. Thank you. I got the RGB, you know. So this has been the On Call Pod and the Geek Peak Pod. We, uh, we've we bonded over fucking Twitter. There's going to be more to come. I'm going to keep listening to you. You keep listening to me. And I want some more crossover episodes, man. For sure. Honestly, I got to give a shout out to like just podcasting, independent podcasting on Twitter. It's been awesome getting to know people through their podcasts and making friends through that and, you know, doing shows and getting advice and feedback and, and just supporting each other. It's, it's pretty cool. I, it's a, it's a dope little, you know, niche community, which I was unaware existed until I started a podcast. It is the opposite of the call of duty Xbox live 2008. (laughs) Instead of the, I fucked your mom, go fuck yourself. uh, And uh, SWAT raids. This is, Through Twitter, I have realized that everyone appreciates the work that everybody does. And Evan's like, I'm going to retweet it just because, like, you know, man, you did really good. Even if I don't like what you do, you did it well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm looking forward to continued work together. And thanks again for doing this crossover with us. And like I said, this is our first one. So first of many more. Thanks for having us on your show. All right, man. Thanks for having me on yours. And uh, I'm here for you if you need any more help with uh, editing and setups. And uh, I hope you come, you know, drive south an hour and I will absolutely help you with software and anything else.
I was going to say, we're going to have to definitely get a beer. I got plenty. I got a keg. <laughs> 25, feet, good. 25 feet away, man. All right. Take All right. it easy. You too. Later. Thanks for listening to the On Call Podcast. Check us out on Twitter at On Call Pod. Interested in being a sponsor or want to be on the show? Drop us an email at oncallpod at gmail.com. For more info, go to oncallpod.com.